0: Hello and welcome to the Twitchy Max and Useless Viking podcast. In return for listening to this podcast, we promise to introduce you to old games that are new to you, introduce you to some facts and hopefully entertain you along the way. We will also throw in a healthy dose of nostalgia, which has been proven by science to be good for you. Every week we talk about the past games from across the eons, all the way back to the dawn of time in the 1970s. We'll interview guests from the industry and explore what inspired them to get into games. Useless Viking and I will talk about our own experiences We'll have fun along the way. At some point, we might get some listeners, and if we do, we'll take on your suggestions to talk about your games. Welcome to the Twitchy Max and Useless Viking podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season finale of Woo-hoo. Expired XP. I'm here joined by my colleague and compadre and gaming uh, buddy, Useless Viking, aka Pete. Hi, everyone. And uh, of course, I'm Twitchy Max, and we're in a really unusual location today we're actually sat around a fire pit in the Waitakere rainforest in New Zealand we're not allowed to go inside because we're in lockdown but we are allowed to socialize so we're recording this outside in the summer i'm looking over a beautiful sea the sky is blue we've got a heater on we're surrounded by dogs and cats and uh
1: and i'm looking at you
0: yeah and you're looking at me which Which is is, not bad beautiful yeah Yeah. you know i'm I'm actually a beautiful guy yeah i'm a beautiful We're
1: we're all both winning right now
0: yeah we are um, and uh, so you will hear dogs, you will hear cats, and you might hear some birds. Yeah, the wood pigeons. You might hear some tuies or
1: yeah. Do you get tuies around? We here? get tuies and oh, wood nice. pigeons, so you might hear them come swooping down because they're loud. Yeah. Uh, when they fly, yeah, so yeah. we'll see. Hopefully, they don't fly into the microphone or something by accident because yeah, they're not.
0: Or the, la- try and land on it.
1: They're not the smartest or the uh, most agile of birds, but they are my favourite bird because they're just big and fat and awesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're quite funny, aren't they? So yes, welcome everyone, welcome. What we'd like to do is just reminisce over the past 10 episodes that we've gone through and basically talk about the podcast and how successful it's been. If you think about, we, we started this... How successful this, has it been, Richie? Well, you, tell, you tell me. I, I will tell you how successful it's been. It's been middling. <laughs> no, <laughs> it hasn't. We're above what we wanted, yeah, what we set out at the you beginning. Know, we, we, we do say in the introduction that if we get some listeners, we'll listen to them. Yeah, Um, and we have done we've had listeners on and we can call ourselves the number one gaming podcast in New Zealand I think that's pretty much because we're the only gaming podcast in New Zealand but we can take it
1: oh I'll take that yeah Yeah, I'll take that
0: and we are a global podcast so the majority of our listeners are in New Zealand at the moment but we've got quite a few listeners in the United Kingdom unsurprisingly the US Um, we've got a few in Germany awesome some in India that's cool Canada and Paraguay now someone in Paraguay has listened to this podcast and I think it is one person. Yeah. Because the stats are quite low, but that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Someone in Paraguay has listened to our lovely you, podcast. Mate. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been cool. But I think as episode 10, it's a good point to kind of pause what we're doing. Oh, wood pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point to pause what we're doing. Well, oh, and there's sorry. a bird of prey. We we're, we're getting very distracted by a hawk. Yeah, a hawk's just flying around. It's probably after that wood pigeon. Yeah. That is insane. That's okay. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I think 10 episodes is a good good time to stop season one, take a breath, think about where we want to take the podcast, and then start season two in two weeks. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, season two sounds much better. We need a decent tagline. I was thinking like season two revelations. I've got no idea why we'd call it revelations. I just think it sounds cool. Yeah.
1: I yeah. think you're right. It does need a tagline of some sorts. Yeah. It, it would be very game-like for us to do well, that. Well,
0: that's why I want to do it. I, yeah, yeah. That's definitely why I want to do it.
1: It's a good, it's a good thing. Uh, I think season two makes sense rather than like 2.0 or something. I'm not.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, a big I'm fan not doing that. 2.0. Screw that. That's rubbish. Yeah. That's what the two's for in season two, right? Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, totally.
1: So that's a great way to kind of end on the season. I think, like, I, I. Yeah. And I am going to give a very, very short uh, fortnight update because we want to get into the big topic of today which is going to be about xbox yes um and that's not only because it's the 20th anniversary of the original xbox but also because uh and rich has rich has talked about this before he's he has predominantly been a either kind of like commodore 64 and then he had his game boy but then he's been uh, more of a playstation guy for his entire life whereas i went the other route on that and went down the xbox hole that sounded terrible when I said that but let's not discover let's not let's not discuss the Xbox hole anymore I think yeah, that's
0: like Alice in Wonderland
1: yeah exactly that is the yeah. rabbit hole yeah. so I went down that rabbit hole so I, I have some great information I think some some fascinating stuff about Xbox that we're keen to talk to talk to you about but actually talk to you about your experience because you mm. now have had two Xbox consoles within a very short period of time yes so we're going to talk about that yeah. and then we, we believe we will finish up with some Guardians of the Galaxy game chat
0: yeah not
1: uh, I mean look we you know our reviews are not about sitting there and discussing every single aspect and, and minute detail we give you our honest opinion on games as a is it worth playing and,
0: and it's worth to point out here in no way are these informed opinions no <laughs> god no
1: no 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 They consider these opinions to be as uninformed as you can yeah and I think we've learned that from things like the Kano episodes.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we ended we ended up in different places in that. And that's yeah. And I still great be, consumer I've, advice. I that. also
1: feel like you've given it really high score, but I would. Han on heart, Rich, how much have you played it since last time we caught up?
0: Uh, very little because I bought an Xbox. When you say very little, do you mean zero? <laughs> uh, I think I played it once.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. So, how are you feeling about your current score? Uh, I, st- like a- I
0: still stick it. I don't have enough hours in the day or brain power in the day to play all the games that I want to. But if you
1: loved it, wouldn't you continue playing it? Uh,
0: yeah, I think so. I do like it. I like it. We'll s- we shall see. We I shall like- see. I'll get over it. I think I through like Season
1: it. 2, I'm going to continue coming back to Kena. It's going to be my Breath of the Wild to see okay. if it stands up to that kind of okay. lofty standard. Talking of talk- Breath of the Wild. Oh, God,
0: no. I've had an awful lot of fun on Zelda as well. Yeah. But I won't... I'll- I won't talk about that. No. I won't talk we, about I, that.
1: I think we now have managed to weasel in Breath of the Wild on every single show so far. We have, yeah. It is our Superman that they had in Seinfeld. Seinfeld had a Superman statue in every... Se- or reference to Superman in every single yeah. episode. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 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 So I feel yeah, so like we have Breath of the Wild has become that for us. Okay.
0: Um, Cool. All I, right. Well, look, should I do Zelda's nothing to do with Fortnite. No. So, uh, and it never will be. So let's talk Fortnite. Cause Unless I mean, they I'm somehow get a Zelda
1: it. characters into Fortnite, I guess.
0: I don't think they will.
1: I. I'll give you a Fortnite Halloween update, and it's this. I think the thing that really disappointed me was, again, comparing it to last Halloween, where they really did some fun play around with uh, you kind of dying and becoming a ghost, and then you could fight a little bit more. Um, and all this kind of innovation, it just felt really flat this year again. It's, mm. it's, um, it's a shame. So I feel, I feel like it was a bit of a letdown. And that's literally what I want to say about it, really. Okay.
0: I, I, I just think it was disappointing. Because I think it's more interesting things to talk about, let's talk about Xbox.
1: Yeah. And look, as, as the, the Xbox Philistine out of the two of us,
0: uh, and I actually had one from LaWunsch. You're an Xbox Philistine or am I? I am. I you think. are. Oh, wait, Philistine. no. Not well, Philistine. Philistine is word. yeah. You don't understand the word because you're Swedish. You're Swedish. Yeah. yeah. Philistine is someone who doesn't really uh, understand. Oh, maybe or that's you then. Is yeah, a you're a Is a pretender. Okay,
1: well then it's definitely. Well, I don't think you think you're a pretender. So let's just say, as let's someone who's had the English language Xbox, like it's supposed to be.
0: Used. Yeah.
1: For somebody who's had an Xbox since it launched, yes. I literally had an Xbox One, Xbox on the first uh, launch date, and so I am going to take you back. It was 2001, so what, and it was the 15th of November is when it launched. Okay. So it is pretty much, when this podcast comes out, it will probably pretty much be 20, 20 years. 20 years, wow. Which is crazy to think about when I think back yeah. about consoles, because I just don't see it that way. And
0: in the last podcast, we did say that 2001 was a rubbish it year. It was a rubbish year. And Game Boy Advance came out that year. Game Boy Advance Xbox. came out that
1: year. That was one of the few saving graces. But movie, music, and TV series... like. I think the 2000s get a lot of credit for things it shouldn't get credit for. Mm. Clearly, there wasn't that much great around in the early 2000s, um, at least. So I'm not going to go in on the music, TV series, movies bit. I'm actually not going to do that for this entire segment. But I am going to talk about the original Xbox, because there are some interesting things about it that I think you'll be interested to find out. Quickly skip through um, 360 and Xbox One and, and Xbox Series X so we can get to the the real kind of juice of it which is talking to you about your Xbox experience as somebody who's predominantly had PlayStations because I yeah. think that's really fascinating
0: and I, I think it's we're incredibly privileged because but we both have an Xbox Series X and a PS5 yeah so you know we've we've been we've been very lucky been and lucky fortunate not
1: not only that we can afford that because that's but it but, them, but actually getting them considering the world shortage but yeah. um, so anyway so in 2001 Xbox just smashed into the market Came from pretty much nowhere, to be honest. Nobody really expected Microsoft to decide to make a gaming console. And uh, it was the first console with a built in hard drive. Um, there had been no consoles prior to it that had a built in hard drive, which was really fascinating. So it went up against the PS2, which was all disk based. Mm. And the Xbox actually allowed you to have a disk, a, a hard drive. And it was literally a PC drive.
0: Mm. <laughs> it was literally a PC. You know, it even had the blue screen of death.
1: Well, and this is the interesting thing, right? So the name itself, why is it called Xbox? Well, the reason was because it uses a DirectX. Hmm. And Xbox was actually not the favorite name. It was one of a few names that were thrown around. There were a few other names as well that were worse. It was kind of like Microsoft Gaming Project and similar ones. Interestingly enough, when they went to do the market research on the game, they, sorry, on the console, they kept Xbox in there almost like a blind test because they were like we have three options that we think are going to be preferred and this is going to be the worst option. Mm. So we'll put that in there as kind of just a a balance to see what happens. And it was the most popular name when they tested it. Mm. So um, that's why it's called Xbox. It is a derivative of uh, DirectX which they built it in which also explains why it's so easy to port between PC and Xbox Mm. for those
0: who make the game. It's the same graphics APIs. Yeah. effectively yeah. yeah
1: and and so great reason um, to call it that I guess it was also the first console to have a, a, a built in Ethernet port mm-hmm. and it was actually really interesting because Xbox Live which was one of the biggest uh, game changers I'd say in, in online gaming for its simplicity l- launched a year after the original Xbox launched mm. so the first year you did not have that
0: so they must have been planning it for a
1: while 100% 100% and um Another thing that's funny about the whole regular uh, hard drive things was it made it incredibly easy to hack, Mm. incredibly easy to hack. So first off, with a little bit of hacking and I had a hacked Xbox, uh, you could put in any hard drive size you wanted and you could put the Xbox operating system on any hard drive. Mm. So I increased my hard drive size with a little bit of modifications to my Xbox and i could that also meant that i could have pirated games on it yeah so i could literally just put games on it i kind of balanced probably 50 50 between pirated games and legal ones another thing to note when it
0: came out it had a massive controller called the duke oh that's one of the things that put me off the original xbox because your hands were actually—you couldn't clasp it. It was so big. Your hands were kind of stretched. And when you compare it to the PlayStation controller, which hadn't really changed apart from the thumbsticks, yeah, it was so uncomfortable. Well, now, I'll tell you. Now today's Xbox controller is really comfortable. Yeah. But the old ones were were awful. So I ask thought. me how big it is. I don't know. I think it weighed about five kilograms, and it was about the size <laughs> of a small dog.
1: Well, it was, it, I'll tell you what, I don't know that fact, but I'll tell you this much. It, it's so big that it's in the Guinness Book of Records as the biggest game controller.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: I think there was a correlation between the fact that PlayStation was really big in Japan and mm. those controllers were a lot smaller. Yeah. And I think there was a fear that the Duke was going to be just absolutely too big yeah. for the hands of people who were used to PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that Japan was the only market that got it, and then they decided to... Uh, use that for all of it moving mm. forward but apart from it being e- e- easy to hack and stuff which was amazing because it meant i was playing xbox games off the hard drive without any discs yeah uh, from the original uh, 2001 i was playing and just loading up games without any need for any disc or anything which was amazing right. um, a few other things one is xbox media center i don't know if you heard about this, but I've this launched in 2002 and it was actually a hack um, but what it allowed for was You could either stream media files from a PC to your Xbox Mm. or you could have the files directly on your hard drive and stream them Uh, in in, in any video format. You could watch movies and pictures and everything. And it was, again, it was a hacked program Mm. which actually turned into Kodi. And Kodi is a media player today um, that you can download either for your, say, a Roku or um, for your laptop or your computer or whatever. You, it's it's actually a, a legal legal code today, uh, and they sell Cody players, I believe. But it started as Xbox Media Center, and right. it was a hacked together software okay. to allow you to do this.
0: What was the original oh. Xbox HD?
1: Uh, that's a very good question. I believe it was it was definitely digital audio. I think it would have been a thousand ADP. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. As yeah. it's
1: top resolution. Yeah. But so it, that would
0: have been yeah HP, uh, HD. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. But but just the fact that they had this Xbox Media Center also made it such an amazing machine. Um, and some of the games that came out then, what games came out on Xbox? The first original Xbox, Halo obviously Halo was the original, launch yeah. title, massive hit for them. Halo Two, also uh, actually more successful than Halo, sold more copies, bigger game. Fable, which was an amazing game as well, came out. It was a huge console. They never made any profit from Xbox. But they actually took a loss on it because of the how expensive it was to manufacture.
0: But is that just the hardware, or is it the whole ecosystem? The that whole you're talking ecosystem about? during its lifetime.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm assuming this is talking about the Xbox concept as its lifetime. Okay. Could be the console. So yeah. uh, please wiki if you if you doubt these facts. But how much do you like think said, that they lost? I don't
0: use this for being informed. No, 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 this no. This is no. banal. This is entertainment. Chatter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's entertainment. But they did lose money. How much do you think they lost over the life? time of xbox it was extremely cheaply priced compared to the hardware components inside it that was they were trying to get as many as they're selling the
0: hardware at a loss and hoping to make the money back on the software correct just like sony do so i'd say microsoft
1: do that today as well but yeah um,
0: i'd say 200 million dollars
1: go go above a billion really go significantly above a billion 1.8 billion higher 1.9
0: billion higher i give up go
1: go above three billion no four billion
0: what us yeah. dollars
1: yeah so 4 billion us dollars loss over its life cycle so from when it launched until it was gone 4 billion dollars wow yeah okay again check wiki if you do not believe these facts or find other sources but uh, it doesn't surprise me because they were willing to get into this market there was always mm. a long game and You've i think got to
0: buy into it yeah
1: totally for someone like bill gates right it's not that much in the bigger scheme of things if he can buy into a market that they previously didn't have and he believed in it from day mm. one and and yeah. I think he was always a big supporter of it. He was a massive gamer as well. So for him to have his own console, I think that uh, from an ego perspective also played into it. Mm. Um, but they, they could see from the sales, it's not like some of the Windows phones and stuff where I think the sales just haven't stood up. They were getting consoles attached in people's homes. People were using Xbox Live and they could see that it was the future. And it had a lot of implications for how home entertainment would be uh, seen in the future. So it made sense for them to continue. Anyway, so that was 2001. I'll, I'll jump forward now uh, to the next one that came, which was Xbox 360. It came in 2005. Mm. So actually only three, uh, four years after the original Xbox, which mm. is a short period of time for the next generation of console. Yeah. And the reason was mainly probably driven by the fact that PlayStation 3 was going to launch and they needed to have a console to match the PlayStation 3. Mm. Yeah, So shorter cycle. Interestingly, it did not have Blu ray from the beginning, it had HD DVD. I know,
0: I know. As that an external player. That was
1: crazy. Yeah. My- Microsoft and Warner Brothers were backing the HD DVD mm. consortium. Sony backed Blu ray yeah. and created the Blu ray consortium.
0: Mm. And, and at the time. Blu ray players were more expensive than PlayStation 3s. Correct. So people just bought PlayStation 3s. Yes. the Blu ray capability as well.
1: And that's how Sony were going to win the the next generation of kind of DVD or versatile disc
0: wars. Yeah.
1: And it succeeded.
0: Yeah. And that's probably the last battle. Because it's all digital now. Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It won't be. And what's mm. happened is Blu-ray's just become better and better at storing capacity. Yeah. And they use different la- lasers these days than they did before. So they can they can read them in different ways, which mm. means they've got higher capacity. But apart from that, you're right. It's just digital downloads. Yeah, it's pointless. Um, some games for the Xbox 360. Perfect Dark Zero was a great one. Elder Scrolls four, which is Oblivion. Massive. And now I'm going to make a shout out to Marcus. Marcus, your favorite game. Came out first on Xbox 360, Gears of War. Ah,
0: yes. Yeah.
1: And Halo 3. So tons of different uh, games for the Xbox there's, 360. There's also
0: another key thing that came out on the Xbox 360, which is why Liam bought one. So Mrs. Twitchy Max, and that was Connect. I Xbox don't know what you're
1: talking about. Xbox 360. Are you connect. talking about Connect as in Connect Four?
0: No, Xbox. Oh, Connect. connect.
1: Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought you said Connect as in no, connect
0: 4. No, I said Connect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And that was a great development it was trying to take on the nintendo wii at its yep. own game and the move basically they tried to turn your body into the controller and it worked really well in the u.s where people had lots of floor space and big houses yeah it doesn't work in japan no where no one and it doesn't work in the uk where people have small rooms no it could probably work in new zealand yeah. Uh but yeah, it never really caught on and they tried to turn it into a business device that never caught on really. No. But it was great. It was really good fun. There were well, some good games.
1: There were a few things that were a bit annoying with it. For example, it limited uh, how much of the I think it was the memory or if it was the CPU that you were allowed to access as a game developer because mm. they dedicated some of it to the Kinect Yeah. And then they had to make a reversal and and take that decision away because they were actually they were they were basically they were hamstringing their own device. But you're right. the The Kinect was, it was a point of differentiation. I think they believed, mm. but turned out to be not as good of a one as they yeah. thought. So now we come to probably one of the worst console launches in the history uh, of the world. And I was actually Nintendo par- Wii U. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> is it worse than that? It is, yeah, okay. and,
1: and, and amazingly so, um, spectacularly so. And it, it's a it's a it's a painful part for me, partly because I'm such an Xbox fan, but, but but partly also because this was the year when I created my own tech event in New Zealand and launched it in a big arena and it was it ended up being the launch for PS4 and Xbox one. It was 2013 and it was a massive deal because New Zealand didn't really have a tech show or a game show, and I ended up going to E three in Los Angeles, which is a massive deal because E3, which is the entertainment uh, Electronic Entertainments Expo, is where all the games are shown hmm. pre- prior, and it was the first time that people would be hands-on properly with Xbox One and PlayStation Xbox One and PlayStation Four at the time. Um, so flew to LA, got in there, and I remember just seeing the launch of it all and realizing how they just missed the mark completely. Xbox just completely missed the mark they launched it as a home entertainment system to replace your cable box. And they spent 80% at least of the conference, the launch conference chat, talking about it being a home entertainment unit Mm. and spent about 20% talking about what the console did for gamers. And it very uh, controversially at, at that stage, even though today... It's pretty much become the, the default for Xbox today, even though you kind of have offline capabilities, was that it was going to demand that you always were online. Mm. Always online. And you can imagine there were a few complications they hadn't thought about. For example, uh, the US military, who are big supporters of Xbox and actually have it on all their uh, camps, all the military campgrounds had Xbox consoles, but they don't don't allow for private internet connections from the homes. It has to go through Secured connections and also when they deployed they would just bring a console on a TV mm. to some of these posts Couldn't use it at all. Yeah, so they were suddenly like invalidating this big um, part of American I guess culture, but also just Enablement for the military mm. to have some off time and that they just cut them out of that And it was a massive failure and I remember my heart sinking looking forward to this show I knew I was gonna launch Knowing that the Xbox One was just not what it should be.
0: Yeah.
1: That it was actually going to be quite terrible.
0: See, I never, ever considered for a second buying an Xbox One. No. One, I got confused between S and X. Yep, fair enough. They didn't do a good job of uh, selling that. The PlayStation 4 was so compelling.
1: Yeah, I agree. 2020, based on this Xbox Series X and the name is terrible. Hmm was launched and that was last year and that brings us up to the current generation of consoles Mm. Uh, a powerful machine uh, and i think from from microsoft's perspective it pretty much does everything now that they want a console to be able to deliver it is a very capable machine you can stream games that you don't even download on it now it's the, they're trialing that so you can literally just stream the game and don't even install it on your hard drive you can now extend and play the games on android on your android devices if you don't want to play it on your xbox console it is very online capable so i've always, i've been at xbox i've had every single xbox generation mm. i've been a fan from day 1 you clearly have not
0: uh, well i i haven't disliked xbox i've just always found sony games and the playstation more compelling controllers were more comfortable the game seemed better uh and i, I just i just kind of preferred it i think um
1: and with a little bit of nudging and i guess seeing the xbox at my place well do you want to tell us tell us tell yeah, the story, cause so this is where we've got
0: to now i don't I don't really quite know how I got to the point where I was interested in getting an Xbox, but I, I think it was I, I, going back to Outlanders when we decided we were going to play Outlanders and give it a go, and I had to buy it on PlayStation for $100, bucks, and, yeah. you, and you had it on Game Pass. And I didn't even know what Game Pass was because I didn't have an Xbox. Uh, but the fact that you could get all these classic Xbox 360 games and new games and Bethesda games through Game Pass, the fact that you could get all these games through Games Pass which is, for people who don't know it's the Xbox equivalent equivalent of Netflix so you pay a monthly subscription and you just get a library of 200 games and it's always increasing and they get rid of some and they add new ones every month and it's really quite a compelling offer because there's it's so many different genre games and if you've got a Playstation, you've got Playstation Plus and you get a monthly game or two monthly games and normally the monthly games are are rubbish. Yeah. They're not very good at all. I very rarely download them. Yeah. And you get um if you bought a PS five, because they didn't have the launch titles, there's like twenty games that come with it that are okay, but some of them are quite old and I was and I'd already played them or I'd already discounted them. Yeah. So I was quite interested in the Xbox. But I wanted the Xbox X and I couldn't uh I couldn't get hold of one. I asked a whole load of people on Instagram what I should do. I ran a poll and I said, Should I get an Xbox Series S which is the cheaper version of the xbox Uh, cheaper and less powerful less powerful so i think the xbox is what 16 teraflops yeah and the uh, the series x and the s is 4 yeah uh it's still got the really fast hard drive which is a big part of of the performance but it's quite small i think you've only got 384 gigabytes to play around with yeah apart from that uh, it'll still do 4k it'll do 4k 120 uh sorry it'll do 60 um, fps uh, it'll do 60 frames per second Yeah. 4k and 120 frames per second at 1080p yeah okay yeah which is pretty good performance yeah so I bought that and and it
1: was sold as a companion machine
0: yeah I think so again Phil
1: Spencer his, his whole philosophy around Xbox being accessible to anybody who wants it yeah and also we should mention Game Pass actually exists on PC these days as well yeah so Xbox Game Pass and if you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate mm. it's actually uh free on the pc as well yeah which is crazy right for yeah. 20 bucks a month
0: yeah it is actually crazy it, when i think about how much i spend on games yeah 20 bucks a month for all those games and getting you know AAA titles coming out for free yeah. effectively without having an outlay is pretty good so i bought the xbox series s and i really like i don't like the controller so and there's a number of reasons why i don't like the controller you have to put double a batteries in it the controllers run on AA batteries.
1: For a very good reason, though. Because if you were, say, for example... Can I just stop you there? Yeah.
0: Am i Am not interested? Ooh. This is my story. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no, go on. I'm uh, I was just
1: going to say, the, the reason why they do it with the AA batteries is, is I think it was accessibility reasons, they're going, actually, uh, if, you want, if you took it away somewhere and you didn't have a charger... You could go down to any store and you could just buy two AA batteries. You can use them and you can just pop them in and then Mm -hmm. you can go.
0: So the theory was that it was easier. I agree it's cheap. It's it's cheap. It's cheap. It's cheap. And the other thing that I don't like about the controller is the buttons. The buttons feel cheap and they're really noisy. And Mrs. Twitchy Max gets really annoyed when I play Xbox because it's like click, 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 click. Oh, interesting. Completely silent on the PS5.
1: Yeah, I haven't thought about that actually
0: it hasn't got the touchpad as well so obviously i had to buy a, a aftermarket dock and aftermarket lithium iron batteries that go in it and recharge when you put them on the dock so i did that which is fine now i wanted an s- xbox series x i was on a waiting list for ages uh, and i, I took I, I bit the bullet and got the s, uh, series s i did upgrade to the series x and the main reason i did that one was hard drive space and yeah. two is i just want the most powerful system yeah and i can afford it right yeah um and i will probably sell the s xbox series s yeah i think if you're worried about space the series x is probably the best one to get and there's no point in getting a Series S and then getting an extending uh, a larger hard drive for it because you might as well get the Series X because it comes with one anyway. Yeah. So the Delta there just doesn't make sense. Yeah, from a price perspective, yeah, that makes sense. What what I don't I, I don't think this is an issue, right? But I just bought uh, I had an old extended two terabyte USB hard drive and stuck that into the back of the PlayStation into the back of the Xbox and I can just extend the storage. Now, I can't play Xbox Series S games on it but transferring them between is really quick Yeah. so you don't have to upgrade it if you don't want to no um, Do ha, which do I play more often now the PS5 or the Xbox well the PS5 doesn't really get a look in Yeah. because I've got such a wide range of games on the Xbox I just play the Xbox isn't it strange yeah
1: it becomes your, because de- I de facto now na- now play like Fortnite on my Xbox, mm. which is fundamentally odd because we always played it on PS5. Yeah. I've only ever played it if I've had any issues, like I had, which had nothing to do with the Xbox, but the wireless head headphones weren't working for the Xbox for for like a, a session or two. So then I got annoyed and I switched to the PS5, Yeah, but then I was almost annoyed at switching to the PS5, which was weird because I do love my PS5.
0: Yeah. But it's funny, isn't it?
1: It's just, yeah. I love the menus. So how do you find the dashboard and the menu system? Do you find it confusing?
0: I, I don't like the menu system for the Xbox compared to PS5. I know you, you think it's the other way around. Um, well, there's UX
1: researchers. I was going to say this. Yeah. There was a UX researcher that came out that said both of them are bad, but the yeah. PS5 is appalling. It is appalling, yeah.
0: I guess I've just You're got used more to used it. to it. Though. Yeah. That's the thing. Because it's very to similar it. to the PS4. and I've, It's not, yeah, it's... Similar to PS4, it's I don't have to think about it, it just works. Yeah. Sometimes I get a bit confused about where I am on the Xbox. If we look at purely aesthetics, the Xbox wins, right? It's a black cube. I'm not a big fan of the green, but I could get away with it. The PS5 is the ugliest console ever made. More of, you know what's it's weird? It's just
1: awful. I feel like I liked it in the beginning, and I like the, the shape and everything of it less and less.
0: Yeah, I... I'm with you on that and I've got it on its side now. Yeah. Not not vertical, on its side it looks absolutely horrific. Yeah. And I'm going to get I'm going to get a cover for it, black covers. Yeah. And I'm going to push it back to the back of the cabinet so I can pretend it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I don't have to or I might just stick it behind the TV or something. Now I don't like the Xbox on its side. The Xbox has to be vertical. Okay. On the side it just looks silly. Yeah. Um, that's I've got what, it on this side, but I guess
1: yeah, I, I haven't... I mean, I love this run-through, right? Because it really does show a few things. And I think it also proves out what Xbox have said, which is we care about people being able to game, i.e. Game Pass. That is what we care about. Yeah. Putting games in people's hands is their strategy. And actually, active member subscriptions is now their key target, not mm. console sales anymore, which yeah. is weird. But it makes so much sense. It does, yeah. Because their reach is great. And it's crazy to think that a game like to 5 forza horizon 5 that yeah. came out today which is 119 dollars or 99 i guess if mm. you bought it from mighty Ape, right is free with this 20 dollar subscription yeah it's crazy
0: yeah i'm gonna play crazy. that when i get home I'm really looking forward to playing it yeah
1: and halo that's coming tell out you, tell
0: you week. what the annoying thing is i've got a racing rig at home for my ps5 and i've got a logitech steering wheel it will not work on the xbox i have to buy another exactly the same except with a different logo on it steering wheel for my xbox yeah now that is annoying that
1: is annoying <clears throat> and I, I don't like that so i think i think the things that i love about the ps5 because you're right let's let's do a little bit of comparison i do the, the controller is brilliant yeah but i also don't put it past microsoft to make something similar because they've already surveyed me hmm. about my of the P, if i owned a ps5 and what okay. i thought about the controller which is very interesting yeah do you like that would you like the same kind of mechanical rumble and so okay. on so that's an interesting thing that they do. They're very, very conscious about their consumers, and I do like that. Mm-hmm. The same with the dashboard. They keep changing it. I'm in the alpha ring, which means that I get alpha skip ahead ring, so I get all the alpha builds of the new dashboards and stuff mm. before they've released, like Delta is the, the, the normal ring. So there are a lot of steps between that. So I get them very early, um, and they're always tweaks, always tweaks to the UI that they're looking to do. Uh, menu upgrades, or help upgrades, or making things easier or better to be able to use the Xbox. So I think it's always evolving. I think PlayStation have a similar system, but it's only US and UK based. Mm. So they have like a pilot system that is similar. Yeah. But the game breadth, again, on the Xbox, and now that they've bought Bethesda, mm-hmm. you know, they and own, they haven't finished, and they own id software. They're and, doing
0: a Netflix. They're doing a Netflix, yeah. aren't they? And it's going to work. Yeah. And, it certainly needs to pull their finger out because they just do not have a compelling offer right now. No, they don't. They've got the hardware, but on paper, the Xbox is more powerful. They've got the hardware. They've got a few great AAA titles like Ghost of Tsushima, which is one of my favorite games, yeah. apart from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite games. But what apart about from that? It's, what about it's things not like uh,
1: Have you noticed the? Because you've been playing a lot of different games. What I've mm. noticed as well when I've been talking to you, and I yep. love, and I actually love that, mm. because that's how I feel about the Xbox now. It reminds me more almost like Spotify, or like you keep saying, Netflix, mm. where you're jumping between different games because you haven't paid for them, quote-unquote. Yeah. So you don't mind doing it. So I guess you find yourself defaulting to the Xbox. I get why you don't like the controller. There are good aftermarket controllers for the Xbox. Yeah. What about the if Xbox
0: it. Elite controller? Because that's... I think it's an absolute rip-off. Yeah, it it's costs three times as much. Yeah. And it looks exactly the same. There's no more functionality. It does have more functionality in the sense that it actually
1: has paddles underneath that you can customise and control. And you can also change the triggers so that you can have them like all the way in like you have them now. Or you can have short trigger commands instead, mm. so you don't have to push the trigger in as far. It has changeable buttons on the top, yeah. so you can take off the sticks, yeah. the, the sticks and change them out. And you can yeah. also change the little D-pad. And there are different variants of the D-pad. I still think it's overpriced yeah price. with all of that I still think it's overpriced I yeah. think it's I think, crazy, it's, a, I think it? it's a joke it's like half the price of the console yeah for one controller yeah so you want to buy two of those if they're two of you and you're mm. paying as much as a, I'm like you guys need to get a grip
0: yeah
1: especially because they all still have drift problems like yeah. all controllers have built-in drift problems so it's
0: now come on they're not Nintendo <laughs> and that's
1: true. <laughs> Yeah, oh that company, the customer centricity of Nintendo is. I think we could do an entire episode on on their lack of customer centricity. But but it's really interesting, Rich. And and what about how are the what are the kids? And you say Leanne didn't like the sound of the Xbox, but is she more engaged with it with than the PS Five? And what about the kids?
0: Leanne loves Forza. Yep, uh, we'll sit and play that, and she likes it. The lack of split screen on Forza is annoying. Annoying. Mm. Um, I can see, I can foresee a future where she's sat in the other room on the X, S, or I am, and she's on the X, and we're actually playing each oh, other. Oh, crack up! Yeah. yeah, which could be fun. The uh, um, Aussie, my youngest, loves the Xbox because it's got so many more kids games. Yeah, this is a good key consumer bit of advice actually. If you're looking for a console that's for primarily for kids, go Xbox there's so many more different age appropriate games on xbox than there is playstation
1: and and actually i don't think you've tried this functionality and i don't even know if you remember me talking to you about this but it did uh, the the co-pilot function that they have on xbox Oh,
0: it's great i've not used it but it's great yeah i i anticipated using it but um aussie who's five he's just picked up gaming like that okay And he doesn't need help no you know if anything he would be helping me
1: which is funny but um just to explain what the copilot function is it allows two controllers to control the same character in a game and it's Mm. built especially that functionality for kids you don't need any special controllers or anything like that uh good tips for you marcus with the girls it it literally allows an adult to play with a kid and if they're finding it hard for example to jump in a game Mm. you could just be the jump button for them on your own controller you have the controller in your hands but you can technically control the character together. Hmm. It's such a great concept. And you control
0: your kids as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, you control your kids in the game. <laughs> yeah. it's the only time you're ever going to be able to do that. To troll them. Yeah, it's good fun. But it's—I just love it because I feel—I don't think you ever. It's not like me having an Xbox. You weren't one of those, P, you know, like the PC gamers who're like, "Oh, console, oh, hmm. console." But I never felt like we've never had a. You've never given me a hard time for having an Xbox or anything.
0: No, I don't. I don't buy into that actually. And I, I, know a lot of people don't like mobile gamers or people who play games on their mobiles. But I'll play a, a good game no matter what platform it's on. I, 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 I don't, don't really, I don't really care. And I'm not, I'm not going to have a go at people because they're playing games on their mobile predominantly. It's whatever game interests you. Um, I think but that's but we good... are so spoiled though because we're both. Wealthy enough to buy whatever we want from a gaming point of view mm. and we're lucky enough or canny enough to get the consoles uh, or tenacious enough to get the, the top consoles and we know the industry well enough to get the good games. Yeah. Apart from the bio mutant hell, that yeah, I, that's that true. I had. And the,
1: look, there have been a few. I feel like you and yeah. I have had a few misfires where we've tried to find games that we could play together. But yeah. the beauty of Game Pass now is we're more likely. Like back mm. for uh, back, back for, for blood. blood is yeah. another great example. We didn't pay a dollar.
0: Yeah, and we had a lot of fun playing that game. Yeah, we've not played well, it enough. We haven't played it enough, but uh.
1: but that's for other reasons though. But mm. it, it is. You're right. We look. We're very lucky. I agree with you, I don't buy into the, if you're a gamer, you're a gamer. I don't care what platform you're on. I have a PC, but I don't really use it that much for gaming. Mm. It is a gaming rig, but I don't really use it. I use my consoles because I just prefer them. Mm. And that's just great Over preference. I don't mind mobile gaming. I do mind some of the mobile gaming companies because I think they just prey on people. Like I say, Zynga is the scourge of the earth. And I think they're bought by EA or someone. But that just makes them even worse, right? It was literally like you know the devil buying Hitler's company or something. Yeah. You know, it's just so terrible to think of. And but I agree with you. It's it's um it's it's uh, we're all gamers. We're in it for the love of gaming. Mm. So why do we need to divide? If you look at the Instagram and Twitter feeds of Xbox and PlayStation and stuff, they'll congratulate each other on the releases, mm. and they congratulate each other on things like Game of the Year awards. And they're not just doing that to look good. They genuinely just do love gaming, and there's enough of a market for everyone.
0: Yeah, there is. There 100 it, is. Is. and the competition's great.
1: It is. It's great. So look, I'm really, I'm glad that you've shared this story. Another great story that you've shared about your journey into Xbox world. I think it's good that we kind of looked at the 20th anniversary aspect of the Xbox. Mm. But for me, hearing you talk about the S, and I remember when you'd got the S, I was kind of going,
0: "You said I shouldn't have, shouldn't buy it." Well, yeah. Instagram said I should, and Instagram was right.
1: Well, which one are you using now, though?
0: Well, obviously, I'm using the X, but I didn't have an opportunity <laughs> of an X at the time. I yeah. had to wait six no, months. No, actually,
1: what I said was this. I think buy the S, because you can always upgrade to the X later if you like it, was actually what I ended up saying, Okay. if we go back and look at it. So I, I kind of agreed with them, but I didn't think that it was a fair representation of Xbox versus a PS5. And I think...
0: Do you know what's interesting? Right, I hate to use that term because we say it too much. The thing that I've been surprised at is the graphics aren't that much different between the S and the X. Yeah, they they do look. They both look stunning. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, and playing Ori Willow the Wisps on the S, I was just like, wow. Yeah, this is just amazing. You know, it was four K, it was yeah. sixty frames per second, which is fine. Yeah, totally. um and it was beautiful so you don't have to get an X I agree An S is, is a great to. console and it's yeah. so you know if you were gonna buy one console you're short of cash uh, and you're saving up get the S yeah get the series S yeah and get game pass you will not be unhappy no no you're and right If you can if you said to me I'm gonna take one of your consoles out of your house I'd say, okay, take the PlayStation Classic yeah. Mini, because it's rubbish, and if they work through all my retro stuff. Yeah. If they said, right, we're going to take your PS5 or your Xbox, I'd say, take the PS5, but leave the controllers. Yeah. <laughs> if I could get my controllers working <laughs> on, work Xbox, on Xbox, that would be great.
1: That would be, the, yeah, no, I, I, I So before we wrap, wrap it up, up, before we wrap it up, so one thing I did want to talk about before we wrap up is um, Guardians of the Galaxy game. And I'll be honest, I was very ambivalent on this one. I wasn't sure because I played the demo for Square Enix, a turd of a title that came out. I was ambivalent about Guardians of the Galaxy because I had downloaded the demo for the absolute turd of a title that was Marvel Avengers, Mm. which was the biggest cash grab game. We only did it for the money in the history of the world and you can see i don't want to be rude to the people who did that game but you can kind of see where the a team were in square enix and what game they were focusing on and where the b team were focusing put it that way then Mm. it is atrociously bad it was so bad that it quite quickly came to game pass and i'm not saying that to make game pass sound bad but game pass for from from a publisher that isn't a microsoft publisher usually unless they've got a very exclusive deal takes still a little bit of while before they get in there but uh, Marvel Avengers couldn't get in there fast enough. Yeah. And that is, you can see the reason why, because pretty much it just absolutely tanked on launch. And it was a shame because Square Enix is a company I have a lot of respect for because they've done a lot of cool games. Guardians of the Galaxies, all the trailers and stuff made it look pretty good, pretty compelling, pretty cool. And I was kind of going, this could be Redemption, or it might be another turd. Then I saw the reviews starting to come in, and they was getting nines and tens and eights, and I was like, okay, I feel like this is worth it. I'm going to download, it. I'm going to purchase it. I, by the way, buy very, very few games on disc these days, and I know that's stupid economy because it means I can't sell them afterwards, but I've somehow come to live with that. I don't know how, but I have. Um, i think it's also partly because it's so easy to refund on xbox which is an X ex- uh something we haven't talked about mm. but another benefit of xbox is if you buy a game you play it for a day and you really don't like it and you ask for a refund they refund you Sony don't yeah and that's ridiculous right yeah. they say because you downloaded and played it actually downloaded it yeah, because you I, downloaded this game yeah. we can't refund it which is the most ridiculous concept i've heard of yeah because they do refunds obviously in a store for a game so the fact that um, the fact that you can't do this is is stupid. So I bought it with the with the assumption that I would just get rid of it if I didn't want it, mm. and I have had to limit my playtime because I don't want to complete it. Mm. Just like I did with Ratchet and Clank, I don't want to complete it because it's amazing, it's outstanding. the 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 story is so compelling, really well told. It feels like a, an a, like an like an original Marvel movie plot. Um, but played out better. The Guardians of the Galaxies are not based on the movies, so they don't look like the movie characters. They are definitely comic book characters, but they are brilliantly voice acted, every single one of them. And they sound like they're doing the movies. Mm. So the dialogue is like the movies. And I love James Gunn's scripts, and it's very much a James Gunn script. So great story. The graphics are phenomenal. Mm. Like next-gen graphics on the Xbox Series X, definitely. Uh, the fact that when you're running around in the ship and you're fighting and whatever you're doing uh, you'll find that they talk to each other all the time Mm. which is what I would expect and actually if you watch movies and stuff they're always constantly talking it's not like they're just like most games where they have voice acting they randomly just at some stages will kind of repeat uh, phrases way more thought out than that way more contextualised so if you run away to pick up a goodie they'll be like "Pete, Peter why have you Peter Quill, come back. Why are you running back into the corner there? Come here, mate. We're on a mission. Like that kind of stuff, mm. which is actually really funny. And yep, it does repeat some of those loops, but it's really well put together. The combat is a little bit iffy. It's it's a bit, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but then again, it's a bit of a button masher. Mm. So it doesn't really matter. And whatever you do, you always look and feel cool fighting.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I like that. Guys. Yeah.
1: Because you are you're only play as Peter Quill, so you only play as Star-Lord, and you can fly around with little jet boots boosters on your booties, and then you're shooting from above, and you've got like special moves that you can initiate, and then you can tell the other Guardians to initiate their special moves as well. Mm. So you still control them and tell them who to attack and how to do it, and they all have really cool special skills, so it kind of really melds together, and you have these amazing, massive environments that just really
0: reek of... Is it open world?
1: It's not open world. It's very story driven, massively linear. This is where you're going to point A to point B, point C.
0: So everything you hated in Cana.
1: Yes, but done so extremely well that you Mm. actually just find the story compelling. Okay. And I think that's the big, one of the big differences is if if you're going to put me in an environment where I don't know the protagonist and you don't explain anything to me and you don't capture me with a story quickly enough, and and I also found the combat extremely sluggish in Kana. Mm. like just boring and sameish. Yeah. This just immediately unlocks different ways of doing things. Um, and there, there's some there's some token there's some token uh, functionalities in there that you probably don't really need. Like you can you can tell your uh, co-characters to perform certain actions, mm. like uh, climb up on this wall, and they can help you climb up further. Uh, Groot can build bridges out of wood. That kind of stuff. So I guess that's the puzzle quiz element that they would consider, but it's not really. Um, but it's quite, it's quite, it's quite harmless and fun. Mm. So, Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. How many horned helmets would I give it in the season finale of Expired XP with my best friend Twitchy Max? I would say four and a half horned helmets.
0: Four and a half horned helmets. I think that's the it's the highest and it's score. Heading towards a five. I think yeah. I gave.
1: I think I gave. My review of the cars I think I get a hot hot hot, mich, wheels. hot wheels, a yeah. five in the end. Okay. Or, or a strong I think I, I and I think that's probably still true. I think it, it's about four and a half to a five. It's it's coming towards to be a five. I think when okay. I've completed it I'll say that this was a five. Okay. It is it is wow. it, it's genuinely a, a thrilling story yeah. if you love story driven games. Okay.
0: I do. I do. But what? Are you playing it on Xbox or ps five? I'm playing it on
1: Xbox. Yeah because of the the ability to refund, refund yeah. but the one thing that we did talk in the previous episode and I need to cover this off really quickly with you Rich can't skip the cinematics
0: okay but in they are great in something like Guardians of the Galaxy you wouldn't no because they're going to be fun that's one of the reasons why you buy the game
1: but it does mean that when you replay something the replay point sometimes if you haven't if you haven't beaten a boss oh, is yeah. the cinematic
0: yeah okay yeah
1: so that's the only thing that mm from the last episode when I was like oh i got to tell you something about a game we, that I, I want you to play but yeah. I know you'll love the game mm-hmm. I know you'll love it but that is the only thing that have, has got
0: me okay. a little bit uh, annoyed the, the thing the reason I haven't bought it is I'm so I've got such a massive backlog of games yeah so
1: why would you need to just wait um, until it's cheap
0: yeah or on Game Pass yeah because it'll come to Game Pass at some point, at
1: some, some point. yeah so if you could describe the season we're gonna wrap this episode up now. If you could describe this
0: season in one word, Richie, what would that word be? Fun. I've enjoyed it. That's that's how I'd say it. And I think I think we'll we'll switch it up, we'll do try some new stuff, maybe bin some old stuff. Um, from season one, but I think season two, I'm quite excited about I'm calling it season two. It's literally going to be the next episode onwards, right? We're not having a break yeah. or anything. Yeah. We're just calling it season two because we want to, but I think, you know, we should be proud of ourselves. We've done 10 episodes. We have stuck at it. Yeah. It, through it, COVID six, six and months, lockdowns. Six and months. You and know, yeah. Cause we recorded quite a few before we put them live. Yeah. We had to work out and put them live as well through COVID through lockdown. This is the first one we've done in person for about three episodes yeah you know it's great it's great I'm really enjoying it and I'm still enjoying it really hope that that we have some stickability on our listeners I'll tell you what the
1: one thing that we will do um, that we have talked about changing up and definitely will happen in the next season is interviews with other people yeah so there are we have game developers I'll just tease now and say we've got people who worked at Naughty Dog um, at Activision uh, designing things like Call of Duty and The Last of Us uh, I have a developer who's been on Halo and been on Titanfall and tons of other games, EA Sims, just for a bit of breadth. Yep. Uh, but we have a lot of different people that that I've talked to already and who are keen to come on board. Mm. I've got a few that I'm still trying to sway over. Uh, one of them is an absolutely amazing man called Marcus Smith who works for Insomniac. Uh, so he did worked on things like he was the creative director for Spider-Man, mm. uh, Miles Morales, and I believe the original one as well. Yeah. So... Uh, just lovely people who, yeah. who want to come and talk to us yeah. about gaming and who are we to say
0: no? Pull your finger out, get these people sorted. Um, otherwise, you might have to suffer me and you talking for another 10 episodes with the odd bit of Marcus and his spectrum. That is true. Spectrum perspective.
1: So we will see you out there, hopefully online, hopefully playing some games that you love. Yep. Maybe even Fortnite.
0: And if you want to play with us, you can find us. Yep. Search for Useless Viking. There's only one of those. Useless Viking NZ. NZ, yeah. And, and TwitchyMax or Twitchy Max NZ either of those yeah and uh, we'll see you soon